Hey everybody, and welcome back to Coffee with the Missionary. I just wanted to hop on here and talk to you about this coming week. We got a great week coming up. This is the week of our missions commitment service with the Assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ. Some pretty exciting stuff going on. I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about how this has impacted the work here in Papua New Guinea, and not just in Papua New Guinea, but around the world. I know that we have several of our missionaries that are so thankful and so blessed by your continual giving and prayers. Thank you for your prayers and support, not only from me, but from every missionary in the assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ. If it wasn't for the faithfulness and the giving that you guys give every single month, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We wouldn't be able to grow like we grow, and we wouldn't be able to go like we go. So go grab yourself a hot cup of coffee, come back, and we're going to share some things that are going on here at PG. I don't know how many of you follow me on social media, but if you was on today, you've seen that I went live talking about how excited we are here in Papua New Guinea to be opening our Bible college. Uh, we're, we're very, very excited to be able to make this happen and just just can't wait to see what God's going to do. We have several ministers that uh, have shown an interest in a Bible college. Uh, awesome thing is, though, we have actually uh, been looking at starting a Bible college here in Papua New Guinea for a lot of years when the price family came over here back in 1994 they came as dean price is what they called brother price because he was to be the dean of a school here and he came here with the intentions of starting a bible college and then after after a while some things happened life happened things happened and, and it just didn't come to pass but uh, you know, that whenever whenever the Price family left and the Barnetts came over, there was another another hope there for a Bible college. And again, some things happen, you know, just just life happens, things happen. And then it's just what it is. And it never did come to pass. We did have a training center here at Ortega headquarters where we're stationed now. And in that headquarters property, there was a training center. Uh, there was quite a bit of training that went on. I know that brother and sister Watts came over, our missionaries at large, as we used to call them. Now, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what their title is. We love the Watts, but they're teaching the nations is what their, their ministry is, and they do a wonderful job of doing that. And they, they was here. They've done English as a second language, and, and you know, we, we had quite a bit of growth there. We've had Brother Ball over here a couple of times to do some things for, um, you know, just uh, – ministerial training things like that he's got to meet some of our pastors some of our people and god is just just doing his thing and he's continuing to do so back in uh, i believe it was may of last year we decided that it was time to tear down the old conference center because it was just falling apart a lot of rotten wood uh, we had an earthquake come through and it it really shook it to the core and it, it caused some of our roofing to to, to kind of buckle and bow and some of our our uprights to to kind of just work their way off of the ground. And we, we thought it would be best if we just tore that down before someone got hurt. We didn't want anybody going in there. And those walls come tumbling down. And, you know, we didn't want to make the front page of the paper for anything other than good news, right? 
Um, but I want to I want to talk to you about giving to missions, and I, I want to talk to you about something that's very passionate. Uh, that, that I'm very passionate about. Sorry, I had a pop-up here on my phone. I was trying to read and talk at the same time. Uh, all you ladies, I'm sure I'll get an amen whenever I say us guys. We just can't multitask very well. Uh, but <laughs> had a series shortcut pop-up saying that my phone had reached a certain percentage, so I got to plug in now. Um, we're, we're just uh, going to talk today about, about what giving to missions really is and, and the, the preconception that we have about it. And then we're going to talk about how much of a game changer that, that the World Missions Commitment Service is. I was the World Missions Director at our home church back in Newcastle, Indiana. And I, I know what it's like, you know, to try to push for missions and try to get ideas of, of how to give and who to give to and things like that. It's, it's always been a, a prayerful thing and something that's very close to my heart. Um, but the Missions Commitment Service, when this first started, it was a game changer. It's been around for a few years now, and it's really changed the way that we give to missions uh, for many reasons. And, and some of those reasons being whenever we give to missions, right, it, it's it's something that if there's a certain region or a certain place that kind of grabs our heart, we, we need to be giving and praying to that that certain place. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're looking at these different missionaries and these different mission fields are all different. You know, I had a conversation with a missionary here in Papua New Guinea not too long ago about how different the mission fields are and how people that aren't actually in a mission field, they they don't really see the difference in a mission field. You know, you've got some missionaries that may have one church, may have two churches, may have a hundred churches, but each one is different. Each place is different. Some of them have Starbucks. Some of them don't. Some of them have McDonald's. Some of them don't. Some of them have ice cream and some of them don't. You know, there's differences in every single mission field that we have to look at. But what we have to understand is a missions commitment service is for multiple things, okay? It's not just just trying to burden people down one Sunday a year to, to give to missions and try to try to make these astronomical plans that we that we make these unrealistic goals that we're going to give. You know, $10 million to missions, if you have it, give it, God bless you. But the the reason that we have a missions commitment service is, for one, it gets every single missionary in the assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ in front of you all at one time in one day. That's awesome. So instead of having someone come in, and give you a need for one missionary or a missionary coming through on deputation, give you a need for one missionary or, or whatever the case may be, you're getting, you're, you're looking at the faces of every single missionary that we have in the field. All right. So you're getting an awareness of actually how many we have. You're, you're putting a face to a nation. You're putting a face to a continent. And then as we do this, we're able to look at things and we're able to see, oh, wow, I, I've seen this guy at, at GMC or, or NYC or somewhere. You know, this person's ringing a bell now. I, I may have just walked by him and, you know, said something. But those of us that, that aren't always, you know, tied into the mission field like, like some others are, you know, sometimes we, we may pass by a missionary and never know it. And that's okay because we don't do it for the glamour. We don't do it for the recognition. We do it for the souls, right? So whenever we look at these cards, we get to see a face for each missionary. We also get to see the name of each missionary and where they're at. 
So if we don't know the name of a missionary that's in a certain place, say, say the Marshall family, Marshall families in Papua New Guinea. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know this. You savvy this, but finish, huh? That means you know this. That, that, that's saying you already know. That's, that's a little bit of talk pigeon. Pigeon one-on-one for you today. Um, or you had the Adams family over in Poland. They got a lot of stuff going on right now with, with everything going on with this Ukrainian war and this, this Russian invasion. The, the, the Adams family got it going on. I, follow them on Facebook. Uh, Jesus Loves Poland on, on Instagram. You know, they, they got a lot going on. But all of our missionaries, most of us have social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all of the above. And I'm pretty guilty of not posting as much as I used to. Uh, used to, you know, I, I would kind of keep everybody up to date, post every day, post a few times a day. And then it just got to the point where I, I've got more things to do than worry about my social media feeds all the time. So I may post to Instagram once or twice a week. Uh, I tweet once or twice a week. Uh, Facebook's where I'm most active. Yep, I'm that old. So it's all right, though. I, I embrace it. <laughs> so my, my kids are always like, oh, nobody uses Facebook anymore. But you know what? This old guy does. That, that's probably the, the best place to connect with me is on Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on the, this page, which is Coffee with a Missionary. You can also find me at Ryan Marshall 1979 Or you can find us at PNG Pentecostals. All of those are some Facebook handles. One of them for the ALJCPNG. One of them is for the, this podcast. And the other one is my personal page. So be sure to check us out. Uh, but the things that, that these cards put in front of us is, hey, all right, so we see the Marshall family here. We're going to grab their card. If you can give a dollar a month, that's a dollar we don't have. So God will bless you for that. I get so tired of people saying, well, I would give to missions, but I only have this much. Or, you know, missions is so important to me, but I, I just don't feel like I can give enough. Hey, none of us can. Even those of us in the field that, that are here doing the work, we can never give enough because Jesus gave it all. So we just do what we can, right? We're just here trying to do the best that we can to win as many souls as we can while we're here. So, don't let the numbers get in your way of giving to missions. If it's $1, God will bless you for it. If it's $100, God will bless you for it. If it's $1 million, God will bless you for it. But regardless of the amount, if you're giving to missions, you will be blessed. So that's the number one thing. You take the card, you fill it out, you put how much you're wanting to give each month. But you have to stay true to your commitment. If you commit to give $1, 1000 100 $1 million, whatever it is, if you commit to that, give that amount because that's how, we are, that's how we stay where we are, okay? So make sure that you're faithful in your giving. Number two, you tear the top piece of the card off. It will have the photograph of the missionary. So say you grab our card. You'll have a picture of the Marshall family right there for you to look at. And it'll also say where we are, what region we're in, so you can pray for the Marshall family, you can pray for Papua New Guinea, and you can pray for the Asia-Pacific region all at the same time. That is huge. So make sure that you're praying for us, because as I say on deputation, this is something that's near and dear to my heart, guys, so you have to know my heart. Whenever you take one of these cards, it's not all about the money. It's also about covering us in prayer. Because when a missionary is in the field, 
They need plenty of prayer. Prayer that their families stay strong. I, I love the How to Pray for a Missionary post and tweets that we see each and every day from our World Missions Department. How to Pray for a Missionary today. I've seen things like pray that their families stay strong. Pray for their people back in, the, in America, you know, where they can't be. Uh, pray for strong marriages. Pray for uh, learning the language. Pray for their environments. Pray for their safety. Pray for all of these things. It keeps it in the front of your mind. But if you have a card hanging on your refrigerator, when you open your refrigerator in the morning to grab your coffee cream out, to pour into your coffee, you'll see our picture right there. You'll see the Marshall family, Papua New Guinea, and it will instantly make you think, I need to pray for the Marshalls. We used to say a thing with, with brother and sister Snow. I don't know if you guys remember this, but whenever they were where they were for a while, they they had this uh you know they 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 really put a a high rating on cows i'll just leave it at that right so they they really thought a lot of cows so any time that somebody heard holy cow then the response even to this day this is something that i've just kind of kept with me if i hear the somebody say holy cow i say god bless the snows it, it's just something that that just happens over time because when we hear these things and we see these things and we stay in touch with these things, it gives us something to pray and, and to seek after God for. So you have a way to give every single month. You have a photograph of the missionaries that you're taking on. You have the name of the missionaries you're taking on. You also have the region that they're in. Asia Pacific's huge. This is the biggest region the biggest region, we've got the Philippines, we've got Papua New Guinea, we, we've got the Solomon Islands, we've got Fiji, uh, we're claiming Australia in Jesus' name, we, we've got Vanuatu, we've got, we've got all of these small islands all around, and, and we're going to get to them. We're, we're going to te teach them about Jesus. We're going to tell them this truth. We, we have Taiwan, we have all of these places, so we've got some very populated places in the Asia Pacific. We need prayer. We need plenty of prayer. We also need financial support. So here are some of the reasons and some of the things that your financial support go to every single month. Like I said, this podcast is about transparency. This podcast is about a day in the life of a missionary. This podcast is about just the, the struggles in, in a missionary's life. So I'm going to tell you a few things that have happened over the past year that your support has helped, prayer support, financial giving, all of these things. So you remember the tribal fight that we had, God kept his hand on us. You remember the uprising we had at our conference. We had people praying, God ha had his hand on us. Other small things that I haven't even let you guys know about, God has kept his hand on us. We've traveled all the way from, from Mount Hogan to Lay. A 10 and a half hour trip with a 16, well, I'm sorry, a 17 year old young man driving all the way. And we made it safe and sound. We stayed there for three or four days and came back. No roadblocks, no nothing. Everything went smooth. We had people praying for us. You guys giving financially. We had fuel to go to these places. We had money to get the tent for conference. We had money to buy the refreshments for conference. We have money to put diesel in our fuel tank so that we can go place to place. 
if you hear it right now, our generator is running because our infrastructure is awful. It is just flat out awful here in Papua New Guinea. Brother Barnett, if you're listening, I'm sure you're giving me an amen right now. Because the, when the power goes out, we have to fire up the generator. When we do that, more diesel. We also have our electricity here that we pay for. We have a water bill we pay for. Our water isn't necessarily completely palatable. We do we do filter our water, um, but we we also have bottled water. We have groceries with two teenagers. Keep in mind, we have a teenage daughter and a teenage son. We have a grocery bill. We have three families that are employed here on the property. We we have all of this stuff, right? We also have all of our churches. We have thirty six churches that that we have to. Well, we don't have to, but we get the opportunity to go to, to, to talk to. We have people coming here, you know, from other organizations seeking guidance, seeing what the next step is. And, and here is here is where the rubber meets the road. I shared this today on my Facebook Live. I, again, I'm an old guy. I use Facebook. But I was helping a pastor of ours. An ALJC pastor, Matthew Peter at Cal Mountain. We was taking some materials out to his house. Well, we pull into a fuel station because he had to get some gasoline for his generator. We pull in stickers on the car. We we're, we're branded. I mean, we when we go places, we want people to see who we are. We we want people to see the organization that we represent. So every vehicle we have is branded. Our truck, our car all has the ALJC logo on the side. So this man comes up, begins to talk to me, ask if he could come out to the property and see me. Today he comes out and, and we sat down for probably an hour, hour and a half, somewhere around in there. He is a Trinitarian pastor that is looking for more. And he, he came out here, he agreed to a Bible study. We start a Bible studies next Tuesday at 10 a.m. here on the compound. So we'll we'll be doing a Bible study. I got to witness to him and explain to him that we we are a oneness organization. We believe that Jesus is God manifest in the flesh. We believe, the, you know, like the Bible says, the Holy Ghost overshadowed Mary. If he's the son of God and the son of the Holy Ghost, that means that they're the same. Christ in you, boom, there we go. So we have all of these things tying it together. After we have this conversation, he's like, man, I need a Bible study. I'm your guy. Come on over. Anybody that knows me knows exactly how I feel about Bible studies. I've done a podcast on Bible studies. I love them. So now he's coming next week, but he wants he wants to come with his daughters and his wife. He's got two daughters and his wife. They want to they want to hear more. He wants to be baptized in Jesus' name because we we had about a, like I said an hour hour and a half conversation, and and he he got a revelation that he needs to get rebaptized. He got a revelation that Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names; they're just titles. I explained it. In a biblical way, I didn't explain. I let God work and do his thing. And then I told him, hey, you know, what doth hindereth you from being baptized? He said, you want to be baptized today? Let's do it today. If it's tomorrow, it's tomorrow. But if God convicts you to be baptized in his name, you need to come and get baptized in Jesus' name. And he he agreed. So we're going to be baptizing him in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of those sins. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost right here recording this podcast. He's going to come out. We're going to baptize him, and 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 we're going to see what the next step may be for him and his church and all of these people. So there's souls in the balance 
And it's because of your faithful and continuous giving that we're able to do what we do. So on Sunday, March the 6th, 2022, when you go into that service, don't look for anything other than the will of God. Don't look for anything other than the will of God. Prayerfully, don't just go in and grab a bunch of cards. Don't go in there and make a bunch of commitments that you can't keep. You go in with a mind of prayer and you find a card for someone that you feel a connection to, you feel a tie to, and you support that missionary financially and in prayer. Support them spiritually. I tell people all the time, we're in PNG. We're we're 15 hours ahead of where we're from. We're from Indiana. And we're in PNG. So it's plus 15 hours. My daughter Harley always says we live in the future. So if you wake up tomorrow morning with us on your mind, if you wake up in the morning with us on your mind, if you wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, that's 8 o'clock in the evening here, we probably have something we're in need of prayer for. So don't neglect to pray. For those missionaries, when you wake up, we we realize how big the world is, but we don't realize how big the world is, right? What do you mean there's a place that's 15 hours time difference? Oh, yeah, we live there. (laughs) So if God wakes you up at certain times or lays someone on your heart in the middle of the day, it could be the middle of the night where they're at. There could be something really serious going on. And we have to be mindful and we have to be faithful. and we We have to pray for these situations. So make sure when you go into your church on Sunday, you're prayed up, you're continually praying when you go to grab those cards, and make sure that you grab a card of someone that you can you can get behind without a shadow of a doubt, knowing that they're out there spreading the gospel, knowing that they're out there doing what it is that God has called them to do. And I can guarantee you, if you pick up a card of an ALJC missionary, that they are doing what God has called them to do. All you have to do is get on and check them out and see what they got going on. I, I, I see some great stuff going on in all of our mission fields. And I, I, I am Holy Ghost proud of this organization. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> this organization and what they're doing and what we're doing and, and a, as a whole. I'm going to close this thing out with the numbers for last year. And, and this is this is because of your giving and because of your faithfulness and support. We had 337 souls repent of their sins last year. We had 231 be baptized in the precious name of Jesus Christ. And we had 103 filled with the Holy Ghost. You tell me God's not good and your prayers and your support don't matter. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless. Thank you for listening to Coffee with a Missionary. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on social media. And go to anchor.com to find out how to support us monthly. God bless.